Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Thanks for joining us today. It's a beautiful day and recording day. Hopefully when this airs, it's going to be a bright, sunny day. This will be Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. I am here today with the Well Outreach Food Pantry with my good friend, Miss Anne-Marie Stern, who is the director of the Jetpack Ministry. Welcome, Anne. Hey, good morning, Jack. How are you today? I'm good. Um, she's saying good morning, but that'll be the afternoon when we get the show on the air, so that's okay. <laughs> we love to record in the mornings because it's just so refreshing to be here at 6.30 a.m., right? <laughs> It is. They're all laughing. We're not here at 6.30 a.m. Um, Some so, of you aren't. So, well, you, you may be, Mike. Coach Mike also with us today, as usual. Thanks, Coach Mike. Also on the show today, I have Mr. John Sage. John is the team's development manager at the Well Outreach. Welcome, John. Well, uh, well good morning or good afternoon. Hi, Jack. Good to be here. So glad to have you. This is your first time on the show, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get right into asking you a question right away. Sure. Um, Tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at the Well Outreach Food Pantry. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I just moved out here last October. I spent almost 30 years as a teacher in the public schools, as a middle school Woo-hoo! teacher, hey. social studies and language arts. Uh, loved it. It was great. Uh, but it was time, a lot of different reasons we moved out. It was just uh, a time for change. But the the short story is my sister lives in Franklin, and we visited last year and fell in love with the area, and we moved out here. And I didn't know if I wanted to teach again or not or sub, and then I volunteered at the well and fell in love with it, and then all of a sudden, now I'm working there, and it's great. The well is a fantastic establishment and an organization. Um, I happen to be a director for the board there. I have a lot of passion for what they do. I've helped. I've served on the Harvest Share Food Pantry, which is also um, a great organization. Um, it's just very rewarding to do things that basically help save lives and, and keep people alive. And it's a much needed um, service in our community to have food pantries available for those in need. Um, so, Miss Anne Marie, you've been on the show before. I have. So, but. It's probably been a while, so would you like to tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I came on the well staff uh, almost two years ago, and um, as the director of the Jetpack Ministry, uh, the Jetpack program is um, serves students weekend meal bags. And uh, when I came on uh, almost two years ago, we were serving about 350 students. Um, we knew that program needed to grow. We knew there were st- schools we weren't serving yet. Um, and uh, over the last year and a half, we got it up to, uh, we've grown the program to serve 25 schools. That's 10 in Williamson and 15 in Murray County. And uh, that's amounting to today 950, actually 970 students every week that we're serving at those 25 schools. And um, that's a good number of students. It really is. Um, the growth has just been exponential. Uh, when I came on, I think we were serving... Um, 
I think about 18 schools and now we're up at to 25. And obviously that growth is, it's just exponential. We, when we would add schools two and three years ago, we might add a school that had 15, 20, maybe 30 students participating. And now we've, we've extended our reach further into all of Murray County and getting into some of the Southern regions of Murray County. Uh, we're serving schools that have a hundred plus students participating in the program. Um, and the need has just grown across the board at all of our schools. Um, Tell our listening audience exactly what the Jetpack is. It's it's a weekly meal, right? It's it's a weekend it's, meal. It's or? a weekend meals. Um, I think historically, these programs have existed all over the country in communities uh, serving students, typically students that would qualify for free and reduced lunch at school. Yeah, a lot of times it's just basically called a backpack program, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Ours happens to be called a jetpack program. Um, and so it's a, it's a, ours are a drawstring bag, a little nylon drawstring bag full of small meals. Uh, there's about five small meals and a couple snacks. And when I say meals, we're talking about um, a macaroni and cheese and a fruit cup um, or a cereal and uh, a little shelf stable milk. Um, so there's small meals plus a couple snacks. And that's just to fill the gaps on the weekends for kids that we know, uh, struggle with food security on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, uh, they might not always have what they need, um, over the weekend times when they're getting meals at school. Yeah. One of the great things about public schools or any schools is the students get to come to school and get a nice hot breakfast, lunch every day of the week. But when that weekend gets there, and you have the food insecurities and you don't have the food you need on the weekends, this is a great addition to helping students get by. Yeah, that's right. And if you think of a family um, in need, you know, if you think of a family with four students in school and those kids are eating every day at school, um, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a gap there. Um, on the weekends and on the breaks, we provide students uh, an extra bag when they have any breaks, like we're going into Murray County fall break. Those students got two bags last week to go into break this right. week. That happens for spring break and uh, Christmas break. All the breaks, they get a break bag too. Um, you know, one thing that changed this year, uh, you talked about the students getting a meal at school. Um, COVID relief funds gave all public schools free breakfast and lunch yeah, for all Yeah, it didn't matter students. who you were or what your income level was. Everybody had free food. That's right. And that has changed. It's gone back to um, gone back to having to qualify. Right. And that, um, that brings up a lot of challenges for some families. First of all, there are a lot of families in need that, that don't qualify. Um, the well serves a lot of working families. And the issue is, is they're not, they're not in a, in an income level where they can qualify for benefits, but they're also at an income level where they're not able to feed their families on a regular basis. Right. Um, and that's just an issue that we're seeing growing month by month, year by year. Um, and so the well is really there to fill that gap and step into that for a lot of working families. That's why we're open, um, in the evenings during the week and on Saturdays, because we know we're serving a lot of working families. Um, but with that qualifier in place now for students, um, not everyone is going to be able to get breakfast and lunch at school. Right. And so I think the need has gone up even more. I think students. you're right. Yeah. I know our uh, director of um, nutrition, Mr. Brian Parkhurst, has been working on getting notifications out. Because some people may not have realized that the food was no longer free, and they were students were using their number and getting a a, a balance due mm. on their accounts, and they may not have applied for the free or reduced lunch program, 
and there was a deadline coming up, and I know he's been working diligently, him and his staff, and um, getting students set up so they can have the free or reduced mm-hmm. lunches and make sure that they understand that they have to pay for the lunches if they don't qualify and making sure that they don't get too big of a overage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I've heard some students say, I, yeah, we owed five bucks, and I heard another say we owed 25 bucks. So that could start to add up if you're not keeping on top of it. So if you have a student in Murray County Public Schools or any school and you are there eating lunch every day, reminder, the free lunches for everyone was part of the COVID um, response and is no longer free for everyone. So you have to sign up at schoolcafe.com to get the free and reduced lunches available for students Monday through Friday. That's a great point. I'm glad we mentioned that because um, even though we send the messages out, you know, not everybody always gets them. Mm -hmm. And it's a good reminder for people listening on the radio that, if you're interested, if you're qualified, you need to make sure you visit schoolcafe.com or visit the school where your student attends and talk to the administration there. Mm-hmm. They'll help you out and make sure you get the application filled out. Sure. And whenever it comes to qualifiers, um, there can be all kinds of reasons why families don't apply. Um, there are families that um, they don't want to share that information. They maybe don't have that information. They don't want to have to provide those kinds of things, um, or they think they don't qualify. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we don't have any qualifiers at the well for any of our programs. Um, we don't make people pull out their tax stubs and their income reports. And, um, again, because we know that we're feeding a lot of, um, working, struggling families. And when people are in need of food and need of assistance and showing up at a food pantry, they're already at a point where they're not wanting to have to to, to go through all that and, and to prove that they need food. Right. Um, you know, our um, CEO, Shelly Sasson, has a very open-handed philosophy, um, and we just open our arms wide um, to not only give to the community but to receive back. And it's been a really successful um, philosophy to practice at the well because we have incredible support and we just keep serving more and more people. I absolutely agree. I'm sitting in board meetings. I hear the numbers and the numbers have gone up for the pantry, for uh, the jetpack, for just about every aspect of the well outreach. And, you know, we, we are seeing a population growth in this area. So all these things contribute. And the, the fact that people need it, and, and I, I do like that there are no qualifiers at the well. Mm-hmm. If your family needs food for whatever reason, feel free to stop by the Well Outreach. And let's tell them where they're located. Uh, we're at 5306 Main Street, right in Spring Hill. So that's downtown. right on the main road going right through Spring road. Hill, just down the road from Spring Hill Elementary School. Mm-hmm. And what are some other landmarks close by? Fanning Goat Coffee. Yeah. Fanning Goat there. Coffee. That's yep. like across the road or is on the same side? It's across the road, about a half a block. Yeah, yeah. The Verizon store is kind of right yeah. in front of us. Verizon store? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So if you see the Verizon store, you're really close in the same location. Um, the Well Outreach Food Pantry, um, who wants to tell some of the hours? What are our hours there? Our hours, we uh, that's interesting you should ask, because one of the things that are unique about the Well is we are open for our guests to shop during the day and the evenings and on Saturdays. So our hours are Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 10 to 2 okay. and 6 to 8 p.m., and then we're also open on Saturdays 10 to 2 for our guests to come so in. Yeah. 
It's three times a week and then on Saturdays. Yes. And it's double shifts, basically a day shift and a night shift. Yep. That the makes day- it a whole lot easier because even though you have a job, you may, you may not be able to get there mm-hmm. because of your job. And so if you're open in the evenings, you can stop by and say, look, I'm working. It's just not enough. To I have three kids and I just don't have enough. And something interesting about the well outreach is it's almost set up like a supermarket. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Yeah, supermarket. Mm-hmm. Where if you come there, and this is post-COVID, of course, but before COVID, it was just strictly a drive-through. Um, during COVID, I mean. And now... Um, patrons can come in and they get a shopping cart, literally, and they can walk down the aisles and grab what best suits their family's needs. Yeah, it's uh, very unique. Uh, It's kind of great because it's like a little country store. They come in, like you said, they have a cart. Uh, We have volunteers that are helping them, especially if they're first timers. Uh, But we make sure that it's clean, everything's faced, fully stocked. And just so we give them that experience, like they're at a store, bring that dignity to the shopping experience so they're not just handed something as they go through the line. We really want to treat them with respect and, and uh, their honor their, their shopping times. It's like a little – it's a store with shelves and everything. I love it in there. I, I look at it and go, wow, this place is just amazing. It just – there's good artwork, painting on the walls. Um, it is always extremely clean. I don't know if Anne's the one that cleans it all, you know, or it's or, my volunteers or, in the evening shifts. We did a lot of cleaning. In did the evening a lot of shifts. cleaning on the evening yes. shifts. You know, let's talk a little bit about that too. The volunteers. How important it is that to the Well Outreach Food Pantry to have a stable supply of good volunteers. Uh, it's huge. Uh, they they we could not do what we do without volunteers. Uh, I I don't. Even, Anne Marie, I don't know the numbers. I know Joseph talks about numbers. It's close to 400 on our database of individual volunteers. Yeah, I think we have about 250 active volunteers that are on the email 200 list. 200 to 300. Yeah, um, and so we they are. We have volunteers that just volunteer once a month. But we have some volunteers that are full time and they're every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just amazing, uh, you know, because we only have 11, 12, 12 staff now. Um, and so they are the backbone of what we do. And we could not do get the food out and everything set up and everything processed. There's so many things that go into the process of having a well-oiled machine food pantry to do it and do it well. Again, it's those it's mm-hmm. those volunteers. They are amazing. Yeah, and we increased our need for volunteers when we, we – um went to our open shop model, to mm-hmm. that client choice model, like the grocery store model. Um, that was always the vision we had for that space on uh, Main Street in our 7,000 square foot space that we moved into in March of 2020. It was exactly yeah. when COVID hit. Yep. Um, it's really an incredible story because we were, you know, we got into this huge building. We had just left a 1,500 square foot space, yep. which was so tiny, uh, just wasn't needing the needs of the community. And um, when we got into that huge space, of course, we're like, how are we going to fill this thing? And we filled it already. We're at, at practically at capacity. Um, and uh, at the old space, we couldn't even receive a pallet of food in. That's how small it was. We're trying to be a food pantry. We couldn't even get a pallet of food. So here it's March 2020, we're sitting in 7,000 square feet and landed on about 30 pallets of donated food and COVID hit. And I always say it's like God knew or something. 
<laughs> Tongue in cheek. Of course, you know, um, we were just so beautifully positioned to meet the needs of the community through COVID. Um, and uh, we opened our doors, we were serving curbside, they never served a single day of serving through all of COVID. Um, and that's when everything just completely shot up. Um, you know, we talk about numbers growing. And pre COVID numbers in our pantry, we we're serving about 125 families in a month. And last month, we served over 700 families through our pantry. Um, so again, that growth has just been exponential. Um, you know, we saw from 2019 to 2020, we saw numbers double, you know, COVID numbers. Mm -hmm. We thought maybe once things started calming down, those numbers would recede and they haven't. They've just continued to grow and grow. I mean, our COVID numbers for a month would be 400 families in a month. And now we're almost double that. Right. Um, but yeah, the open shop model is just, it's, it's just another one of our philosophies is to serve people with um, excellence and dignity across the board with everything we do to just give people again at a time that they're struggling and everything is maybe hard, um, that we just want to give them a time and a place that they're seen, um, that they're cared for, that they feel welcomed mm -hmm. and loved. Um, one of the main things, uh, kind of the, the secret sauce, it's, um, is our welcome rooms. Um, we need volunteers for our welcome rooms too. Um, a welcome room is the place where once you've walked in and be, been greeted by a receptionist and sat in our beautiful lobby and had a cup of coffee, <laughs> just instantly been given a place to just relax mm -hmm. and feel welcome. Um, when you walk into those welcome rooms, it's a time that you're sitting down with trained staff or volunteers to talk about um, what's going on in your life. Um, this isn't counseling. It's just a time to be seen and heard. Right. And um, and that's where you really hear the stories, Jack. You hear the stories mm -hmm. of why people are there and just um, – Oh boy, the myriad reasons why people could be struggling and mm -hmm. needing food is just, um, and I've sat in those rooms and I've talked with people and I've heard their stories and prayed with them. And, um, and it's just, um, it's just heartbreaking. There's so much loss, uh, so much struggle, um, the people, the things that people are up against and not that they're not trying, um, they are trying. And, um, and it's just really hard for a lot of folks right now. So, um, Shelly likes to say that we, that we don't just give food away at the group, at the well, uh, we really give away hope. Um, and we just give a lot of love, you know, dirt our, all of our volunteers are so loving and caring when somebody walks in the door from the time they have a meet a receptionist, sit in the welcome room and get listened to and prayed with then They get, they walk the aisles with a, somebody shopping with them, just making conversation or looking after their kids and, just talking about food and their home and whatever. And then somebody that's bagging their groceries and walking them out to the car. They have like four or five different touch points of people that are mm -hmm. there just seeing them, caring for them, loving on them. Um, and most people, you know, we get a lot of feedback that people just tell us, boy, what you're doing here is so important. And, it is. Um, yeah. Anytime you can provide that kind of hope and that kind of assistance, it's, it's instrumental mm -hmm. um, to the survival of a community. And, mm -hmm. and what do they say? We're not just a community, we're a village, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there's so many things that can make a difference. Um, the well outreach is a big difference. Um, Crossroads to Home Cafe for homeless people is a big difference. And I, I like to say that they do some of the same, same things. They have a lobby and they sit and listen mm -hmm. before they go ahead and assist. It's good to hear a story and it's good to understand the people that come into your uh, organization, you know, the families in Murray County, the, the students in Murray County, 
they all have a different story to tell. Mm-hmm. And the, the fact that you can come into the well outreach and sit down in the lobby and, and have a prayer and have, have a listening ear is so important. Mm-hmm. So you can visit springhillwell.org mm-hmm. slash volunteering.html to volunteer today. Well, that I have been told right now that I have to go to break. So we'll be back with the well outreach, Anne-Marie Stern, John Sage, and Coach Mike after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. I don't know about you, but I just love doing business with small businesses. You feel appreciated when you walk in and they know your name. At Caledonian Financial, we try very hard to appreciate our clients. We value everyone and we reject the idea that you're not worthy of advice if you don't have a certain amount of money. We love our neighbors, all of them. This is Monty Sneed with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks and my great granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family owned the whole time, and being family owned, locally owned means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus on 101.7 FM WKOM. I'm here with the Well Outreach, Miss Anne-Marie Stern, the Director of the Jetpack Ministry, Mr. John Sage, the Team's Development Manager, Coach Mike and myself. And we are talking about the importance of the nonprofits in our community, how much they help our students and families here at Murray County Public Schools and everyone in our county. Something I want to point out, and I mentioned right before the break, if you want to visit their website, it's springhillwell.org. 
go to helping us and you can volunteer. I said the big uh, address, and that's not very good when you're on radio. So just go to springhillwell.org, helping us, and there's a volunteer button. We always need volunteers um, at the Well Outreach. I am a, a board member, have been for a couple of years now, um, a great organization, can't say enough kind things about them and all the things that they do for our community. Anne-Marie, during the break, we were talking about what we would like to segue into and, t- and mention, and you mentioned some very um, important things that you'd like to bring up. I'll go ahead and let you go ahead and take the lead on that. Well, sure. I mean, all of the things that we've talked about so far um, really take a lot of effort by a lot of people. Um, there are those those of us on staff at the well, um, and then our volunteers, and then there's just the community support. Um, we always say at the well that it takes a community to feed a community, and it's absolutely true. We couldn't be doing it, um, any one single person or one single part of this. Um, all of this takes a lot of resources of time and work and energy and help and also financial resources. Um, and so we do, a, we do a lot of fundraising throughout the year. We're a 5013C. Is that it? Um, we're nonprofit. <laughs> we're a nonprofit. <laughs> that's close to that. Yeah, five zero. You know, five zero one C three. Sounds about and, right. Yes, that's about right. And uh, and so we're always um, we're receiving, always receiving donations. Um, and we have a few major fundraisers throughout um, the year. Wow, and there's a big one coming up this week, right? This is airing on October fifth, and there's one. Big big fundraiser coming up October this 8th. Saturday. Yep. It is. It's it's really coming up. And uh, <laughs> let me let me say it. Let me say it. Let me say it. It's the John Mayer Builders Whole Hog Festival. It used to be held by the Boys and Gr- Boys Club. Not sure. And it's now at the what is this place called? It's called the Oaklawn, Oaklawn Mansion. Mansion. Yes. It is kind of off Kedron Road mm-hmm. by Saturn Parkway and the Spring Hill Police Department. You go down Denning Lane, mm-hmm. and it's on the right-hand side once you get on Denning Lane. It's this beautiful property. They use, like, if you, if you want to call it the front yard of this property, mm-hmm. and the front yard is like a huge field. And I was there last year and as a volunteer. I won't be there this year. I'll be uh, unavailable. But what a great event. Um, you had walking bacon walking around. You had um, you had kids rides. You had a huge music stage. Um, lots of food trucks. It was just a fantastic event, folks. It's this Saturday, October eighth, from ten a.m. to six p.m. in Spring Hill at the Oaklawn Mansion off Denning Lane, which is just off Kedron Road by Saturn Parkway. Mm-hmm. All right, so now I've, I've stolen all that thunder because yep. I was really excited <laughs> to share that. Tell our listening audience a little bit more about this big fundraiser. Oh, it's so much fun. Last year was my first one. You know, we had to take a year or two off because of COVID. And last year... Um, we were really, there were still some COVID precautions in place. There was a couple fall festivals happening going on, even though we had those things happening where there's still 5,000 people came through and we expect it to be even bigger this year. Um, I mean, we know we have more events and more, um, activities scheduled this year. It's so much fun. I mean, it was a lot of work and I got there, you know, we get there early. We've been setting up for days and I swear I walked through that thing all day long with just a huge smile on my face. My face hurt from smiling. Here, here's what makes me smile. They have a bacon eating contest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a bacon eating yeah. contest. Bacon. 
Coach Mike, it's a bacon eating contest. Oh my gosh, I could so have, win this. You better have a lot of pigs around for that. Oh, they they definitely can, have their share of bacon. People can um, pack away some bacon. They can, and I could do the same. And you you know? can win bacon like for a year. Yeah, the, there's a bacon raffle. The winner of the bacon raffle you can't will receive. <laughs> Well, we see free bacon for a full year. Okay, folks, you can win bacon for a year. I mean, I like bacon, so I'm really excited. There's going to be a kid zone, face painting, petting zoo, balloon artist, circus performers, a mechanical hog. Okay, mm-hmm. now that sounds like a tough one right there. Um, it's for the me. kids. It's all okay. Good. Do. It'll be it'll Antique be tracker show, tractor show, kid food pantry, grocery. Um, Craft booths with over 25 craft vendors. Um, I already said food trucks with bacon-themed selections. I love this whole bacon I, thing. I'm going to probably show my age here, but are, do you all have a pig chase going on? Oh, shoot. Oh, that's a great oh, idea. Don't let, don't let anybody hear about this. Shall we want to add it in? Let's that's where you take the little tiny yes, pig and you have the kids go out and try to catch it. You know, maybe it. next and, year, and you, Mike. And you usually kind of make sure he's really good and slick. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then they, they also have a cakewalk and live music. And if you want to learn more, you can go to springhillwell.org under events, I believe, news and events, and you'll find the whole hog festival. It's put on by John Mayer Builders, which um, Mr. Jack Mayer is a member of the the board of directors. Yes. Um, Great, great individual. Brand new father, too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. Jack Mayer, on your your new uh, baby. And this is going to be a great event, folks. It's this Saturday. October 8th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. in Spring Hill at the Oak Lawn Mansion. I mentioned it numerous times because if people are on the radio list going down the road going, where was that again? Mm-hmm. It's off off of Kedron Road by Saturn Parkway. So it's pretty easy to find. I'm sure there'll be some signs out, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. and, and there's also a map on the website. The Spring yeah. Hill. yeah, I'm on the website, springhillwell.org. I'm actually reading a lot of the stuff off there. I don't have all this in my memory. So what you were hearing. Oh, I missed one. Hog calling contest. Yes. <laughs> My grandfather and grandmother competed in hog wow. calling contests. I it was have, huge. I may have competed last year, but I did not win. <laughs> you didn't win? No, no. I listened to that. I was running the um, uh, the admissions booth where people paid to get in. Oh, yeah. And... and I was listening to this and I'm going, what in the world are they doing on the stage right now? That and, was it. Uh, so that's when somebody said, it's the hug calling contest. I'm that like, oh my Lord. Yep. Yep. And I kept thinking to myself, I wonder if I could do that. Because I remember my grandparents did it. Yep. Um, well, it, and these, it's in your blood. These big events are so much fun because they're community-wide events and they're really a give back to the community. I mean, tickets are only $5 to get in. Kids under five are free. Um, it's really a family event uh, for for people of all ages. The entertainment stage has great entertainment all day. And um, we're able to put this, we're able to put events like this on thanks to our very generous sponsors. Like you mentioned, you know, John Mayer Builders. We're also sponsored by Bet Nissan, uh, the Hustle Factory uh, Sports in uh, Spring Hill. And just, I mean, I can't list them all. So many event sponsors throughout the whole thing. And so that's... Uh, well, that's what you were saying. It takes so much to help and, and to be able to do what we do. And right. We do it through the kindness of sponsorships, um, partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, donations. Yes. Um, if you want to donate, visit springhillwell.org. 
you know, and we were talking about our awesome volunteers earlier. Another thing about this whole hog fest, we cannot do this without volunteers. And we are in a huge need for volunteers. We need over a hundred total. We have a bunch signed up, but we need people to help with the admissions of tickets, with parking, uh, with, there's a lot of different things we need to help with. So, I would dive, if I was listening to the radio on a, this Wednesday and I was thinking, you know, I, I would love to help out a great organization like The Well with their fundraiser, how would I go about signing up to be a volunteer? Well, you would go to the springhillwell.org uh, site and there's a button on there or a, uh, a picture, an advertisement for the Whole Hog Festival and you click that on and it would take you to a place that you would have the option to sign up as a volunteer. As you get in a little bit deeper, there's options. There's three-hour shifts. I think they're 9.30 to 12.30, 12.30 to 3.30 and 3.30 to 6.30. Uh, so if you're able to give three hours of your time, you just need to go to the website, click on the Whole Hog uh, Fest uh, info uh, blurb on there, and it'll t- it'll lead you all the way where you can choose not only the time shift you want to do, but what role you want to sign up for. And we could really use your help. Yeah, I'm looking on here, and I, I didn't actually see on the Whole Hog promotional page where I could volunteer, but you could still go to Helping Us Volunteering, and that's how you could sign up to volunteer. Yes, another place you go to is BeWellConnected.org. That's our volunteer portal. Ah, yes, that's fairly new. Yeah, it's fairly new. We've been using it for a two or three months. So it's all together, no caps, BeWellConnected.org. And then you just log in, create a password if you're not That's already unique. Be well connected mm-hmm. at the Well Outreach. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I, I, I get the emails as a board member, so I get... Um, who sends all those emails out? Uh, Joseph. Uh, Joseph. Uh, um, sends them out. Dawson, our pantry Dawson, manager. He Dawson, sends them out. Yeah, yeah. So I get all these emails all the time, and I'm like, I get overwhelmed with emails, but I do try to make sure I know what's going on I, I don't always have the time to do a lot of volunteer work because I do a lot of, um, I, I guess you'd call what I do is mission work because I, I serve on a lot of board of directors mm-hmm. and that keeps me busy. Mm-hmm. So I can't do everything all the time, but I love doing what I can. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a great event, folks. Um, the John Mayer Builders Whole Hog Festival is this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mm. Be there. Sign up to volunteer if you're listening to the radio right now, and you have a uh, and you want that you just need to do something. You have that passion. Contact the well, or if you're planning on coming with your family, you know, attend the fair and t- attend the festival for a little bit, and then jump in and volunteer before you go. You do both. Or come volunteer for a couple hours and then stick around to enjoy everything. Uh, if you're going to be there anyway, you know, and you've got uh, maybe older kids, even um, if you think you're going to go, maybe just just. Hop in to volunteer while you're there. Um, I'm excited. It's a great, it's a lot of great fun. event. And just a just a, a little information on the hog or the bacon eating contest. It's bacon, bacon, and more bacon. Each contestant will have two pounds of freshly cooked bacon to devour. The first person to finish within the allotted time frame will be crowned bacon eating contest champion. The, will re- the winner will receive five pounds of bacon, $100 cash, and a few other prizes. Man, I could do that, Mike. <laughs> I could do that. I could, I, could, I could eat two pounds of bacon. You could inhale that. Oh, my gosh, yes. I think I, you know, recently I, I got this new really nice griddle. Um, everybody has a grill in their backyard, most likely. But I decided the grill, I never used it enough, and I thought, well, I'm going to get one of those griddles, those mm-hmm. outdoor griddles. 
That is the best invention. I mean, that is for outdoor use. Mm-hmm. I put two pounds of bacon on it last weekend and fried up in no time, and I'm like eating the bacon. I, I think I ate half of it before I got it to the, the, <laughs> the table to be served because they said, well, I thought you cooked two pounds. I said, well, I did. I just yeah, had to can, enjoy some. Those are great. You can grill you had breakfast. To, had, to, had to taste it, make sure it was safe. And yeah, done, right? absolutely. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited about the whole hog festival this Saturday, and, and I can't say enough about how important it is to support your local nonprofits that support our local school district and our families and our students in their everyday lives so come on out to the whole hog festival this saturday from 10 a.m to 6 p.m all right i've said that quite a few times now i think i've got that drilled in what else you know you know i've not had you on the show before john mr john sage who is the team's development manager and before i go to the next break i'd like to learn a little bit about what is it that the team's development manager does for the well outreach well, it's a it's a new position. Uh, all, most of all of our volunteers are signed up individually. They might sign up with you know a, a spouse or a friend or a family, but it's all individual signups. So my main task is to reach out to the area churches, businesses, and organizations to invite them to come in as a team. Uh, one because that can benefit them great team building, great time serving, find purpose in helping the community. But also there's an element there where they can come in and I can teach them about hunger education. So I use my teaching background, my love of, of education and teaching, talk to them about what uh, food insecurity is by definition, and then who the well is and, and what we do, the well outreach, and then how we meet that that need to deal with food insecurity in, in our community. Uh, and so then after that, that's a little short uh, time with them. We'll give them a, a, a tour of the place if they've never been. And then we jump into a project. It could be something they bring, uh, food, or we're doing one's coming up in October. Uh, they're doing a diaper drive, and they're going to process the diapers they bring in. But it also we can come up with projects because we always have stuff that needs to be done at the well. Um, and so they're serving together for half an hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour or two. And so they're there for a two or three hour time period as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so my job is to just build up the, the, the whole team experience and recruit teams and let them know the opportunity to serve as a team and how that can benefit their community, but also fit, benefit their team as well. You know, it actually sounds like a fun job. And it's always great when you have a job that you can have fun doing. And and if if you're here in the studio right now, you would see Mr. Sage has got a good smile on his face when I said that. So I'm I'm pretty confident that you enjoy this job, don't you, John? Oh, I I love it. I mean, I love teaching. I taught for almost thirty years. Uh, I'm kind of weird that I love middle schoolers. I love teaching them, hanging out with teenagers that age. Yeah. Uh, but I love this job because the team's development. I get to teach still and from meet people from all over all ages. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, so I still get to use some of my gifts and also, um, you know, meet the needs of just trying to reach our goal, which is to, you know, uh, get food into the people that need it in our community. So I, and I work with an awesome staff as you know, Anne Marie and everybody else. And so I, I am so blessed that I found the well, I started volunteering there. I was blessed enough that they offered me a position, uh, and I, I just I love it. And not only that, but um, getting to know the guests that come in uh, and the guests that listen to the stories, like Anne was saying yep. in the lobby. You get to hear, you get to uh, you get to 
understand, you get to learn about the people that you're serving. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool feeling to know that you're helping so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe there's an opening right now for a development director. Yes. Yeah. Because with all this growth, um, added need, um, as we keep growing, it's just the next, it's the next stage of the organization growth, um, to find a development director. Um, yeah. I've seen since I've been on the well, I've seen a lot of growth in this organization and it's well managed. It's well taken care of. I can't say enough about the staff that work there. They're all fully dedicated to doing what it, needs to be done to help people. Mm -hmm. And it's not about getting rich. It's about doing the right thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, it was um, just over three years ago that the well brought on their first full-time staff member. They were fully run by volunteers and a board, a volunteer board for, and we're, it's, the organization is 15 years old. We've been 15 right. feeding people in Spring Hill for 15 years. Uh, started at Wellspring Christian Church. Uh, started as just a church basement food pantry. And um, three years ago, or just over three years ago, they hired uh, Shelly Sasson, uh, who is now the the CEO of the Well Outreach, um, and the impact that she had on the organization. Um, yeah, and and I'll say this: Shelley's been well recognized and in, in, in our community mm-hmm. at the Spring Hill Chamber. She received a, a prestigious award for. Well, I think she was. I mean, a couple of years ago, she was Woman of the Year. Yes, absolutely. In and she, and we've been nonprofit of the year. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that's a recent um, mm-hmm. uh, award. She does a great job of getting the Wells face out there. Mm-hmm. She She's not afraid to go out and talk to people. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid to get online and do a video mm-hmm. when needed mm-hmm. yeah. and, and just let people know what's going on. Yeah. And she's got great organizational yeah. skills. Yeah. Well, she was sort of a one-woman show for a while. For a long time, um, yeah. and, But she created so much growth that it was um, – we then brought on a, a um, operations director, Joseph Knapp, and then we brought my. Then I was only the third full time hire, and that was just not even two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we're now we have full eight, I think eight full time staff members, uh, three part time, and we're looking at you know we're continuing to grow. We also have a new grant program on that. Um, and, and folks, they can't do this without the support of our community. So if you're a corporation or a business out there that you want to really give back to the community, what better way? And to help people make sure that they have the meals they need. So visit the springhillwell.org, sign up to be a volunteer, contact them if you want to help be a sponsor, and go out to this Saturday, October 8th, to the Whole Hog Festival. I've been told I've got to go to break, so we'll be back with Anne Marie Stern, John Sage, Coach Mike, and myself after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Have you imagined owning a piece of museum-quality estate jewelry? Well, now you can. 
Hi, this is Rick Tillis inviting you to Tillis Jewelry for our huge estate jewelry sale two days only, Friday and Saturday, October 7th and 8th. You will discover over $1 million of antique jewelry, all set with gorgeous diamonds and gemstones at prices in a selection you can only find at Tillis Jewelry. So don't forget, come by early while the selection is best. Friday and Saturday, October 7th and 8th. Look for the updates on Facebook and Instagram. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, Murray County. The VFW Post 4969, the Vet-to-Vet of Middle Tennessee, and the Murray County Veterans Services would like to invite everyone to the Murray County All-Veterans Reunion. This will take place on Friday, October 14th from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. and on Saturday, October 15th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Festivities will be held at the VFW Post 4969 at 2021 Williamsport Pike in Columbia, Tennessee. For further information, call Joe Craig at 931-374-5584 or go to nogojoe at yahoo.com. Hey, Miles. How are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Amazing weather this time of year. And uh, let's find out what all you got going on there at Foodland this week. Well, right now we got New York strips for $4.99 a pound. We got ground chuck for $3.29 a pound. Avocados, 99 cents each. Bago soft drinks for 3 for 12 And we also got uh, Coca-Cola six-packs, 3 for $10. Wow. Wow, that's fantastic deals. Uh, now, these mm-hmm. deals uh, run... Uh, okay, October 11th. Uh, oh, through Tuesday. I got you. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You guys are so easy to get in and out of right there on West 7th. And uh, give, give us your days you're open and, uh, and the hours. We are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. But I also want to mention real quick, next week, October 13th, 14th, and 15th, we're having our three-day truckload sale. Oh, fantastic. Those are always amazing. You guys always have some great deals on there. You have a good day, Miles. Thank you very much. Thank you. You too. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. What a great show we've had today, Mike. Um, you know, I love bringing in area nonprofits to just let people know the importance of what they do in our community and how important it is to the families of Murray County Public Schools and even in the children of the schools. It's such a big deal. Yeah, I wish, uh, you know, one thing I'd now that I'm retired and kind of out of the, the loop of the school system, I wish I knew more about these organizations while I was teaching yeah. and while I was in direct contact with a lot of these families that could have used a lot of this help. Um, so Yeah, it, it's, it's so important. And, and in this growing community we have, Mike, there, there are new ones coming on board all the yeah. time. But we have our established ones like the Well Outreach. And so thankful you guys could be here. Thank you, Ann, and thank you, John. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some of the other things that are going on. We've talked about the Jetpack program, which you're in charge of, Ann. Um, and we've talked about some of the development stuff that you do, John. Let's talk about what else do we do in the community. Say 
you, you don't you don't have time to come to the food pantry, but every weekend or random weekends throughout the month, you have what they call mobile food pantries. You want to share what that is? Sure. So we have 15, about 15 a year that we have. We've already went through 12 so far this year. I think one was canceled because of the weather or, or something was going on, but we have three left. And so what those are is that's where we bring food and infuse them into the community. Because as, as you said, some people can't make it for whatever reason, Trans- mm-hmm. no, no transportation, can't afford the gas, right. uh, schedules, whatever reason. So we take 25 to 30,000 pounds of food and we'll bring our truck out to a local school. It could be Columbia Central, it could be with Mount Pleasant Middle School. We have three left that are going to be at Spring Hill High School. Uh, and we just park our stuff in the parking lot and we have volunteers show up an hour early. So they get there at 8 a.m. and we have to prep everything and take it off the pallets and put it in bags so that the cars that are lined up, uh, and we've had people line up as early as three in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mount Pleasant, one woman who's 90 years old came with a friend a couple times and she, at least, and she was there at three in the morning to make I like sure to she brag on the Mount Pleasant one because that community really made a big difference. The football team yes. at the high school came out and was so excited to come out and volunteer to help people get the food they needed. Yep. I thought that was pretty cool. And and some of the things I heard was like they wanted to come back again. Yeah, and it wasn't just the football team. There was the Boy Scouts that were there, and there was staff that were there. And it was a local farmers, well, not just one, but two or three were coming to get the extra food that might have been left over to give to the to their <clears> – <throat> to take back and give to their pigs. So it was definitely the Mount Pleasant uh, community rallied around it. It, it did. It, it really did. And, and these mobile event. food pantries are so important. You can see them at springhillwell.org right off the homepage. They have a graphic there. It looks like some people handed out some food, and it's called the Mobile Food Pantry. Just click on that link, and it'll give you some details. Did you want to share some more? Just real quickly, our next one is coming up October 15th. It's at Spring Hill High School, October 15th. Uh, if you're coming for food, you want to, uh, we'll start handing out food at 9 a.m. It's usually gone by t- an hour and a half. So by 1030, we'll be out. Uh, and volunteers, if you want to volunteer, we pretty, um, we already have sponsors for these. So we're mostly, uh, mostly set. But if you want to see if you can volunteer at those, show up on the bewellconnected.org site a couple days before. And if there's a need, you can sign up there. But we have two more after that at Spring Hill High School. One, they're all on Saturdays, but one's, October 29th, and the last one will be November 12th. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that uh, you knew that the mobile food pantries is, is the third major avenue that we try to get food uh, out to our communities, and uh, they're just a they're, they're they're just amazing. Joseph Knapp is the one that, that has run those. He, we just hired a new hire. Her name's Betsy, and she's assisting with that, so she'll be in charge of the mobile food pantries, but there's just a, a three left for the year. Yeah, I think um, we had a, a mobile food pantry at Columbia Central High School last year that me and I went out to and and did some coverage and we did a Facebook live with Joseph it was such a great um sharing of what the well is doing and what it means to help so many people i was so happy to be able to just take food and and give it to students in the school you know and just make a difference and to be able to document it was a lot of fun too i think these are great opportunities the mobile food pantries you know having the food pantry in spring hill on main street the jetpack project which serves majority of our schools in murray county public schools and some in williamson county i do want to make a point that the well outreach food pantry does not recognize boundaries 
So you can come into the Well Outreach Food Pantry, even if you don't live in Murray County or Williamson County. You can come in and see the folks there at the food pantry and maybe get some much-needed nutritional items. Well, it's about time for me to transition into the (laughs) shout-outs. One of my favorite parts of the show, because everybody gets to say something uh, that's near and dear to them or corny or whatever they want. So I always start to my left. So Miss Anne-Marie Stern, Director of Jetpack Ministry, what is your shout-out for today? Well, Jack, my shout-outs have got to be for the sponsors of the Whole Hog Festival coming up. Um, Like I said, we couldn't do it without them. Um, It's not just about ticket sales, but all of these local businesses um, that are sponsoring this event, um, just just giving tremendous amounts of support. Um, Everything from Morning Point, uh, Assisted Living, the Gillick Group, Tennessee Pediatrics, White Great White Car Wash, United Healthcare, Groove Life, Liberty Financial, uh, Heather and Steve Scott, BMCO, Washtopia, Pioneer, Benton Nissan, Hustle Factory, and of course, uh, John Mayer Builders. Um, There's probably more than just that list, but anybody that's uh, been a contributor and sponsored to making this event happen, I just want to to say thank you. Great shout out to the sponsorships for the well and the whole hog festival. All right, Mr. Sage. My shout-out is going to be to one of our amazing volunteers. His name is Evan, and Evan just had his first, him and his wife, Gracie, just had their first baby. Uh, it was a girl. And Evan, uh, real quickly, his story is he moved from California, but he was involved with a nonprofit that would build wells, water wells, in Africa. And so he moved here and started volunteering at the well every one night a week in the evenings. And so I just lost him as a volunteer recently because he just had a baby and needs to be at home and wants to be at home. And he plans on coming back. But my shout out goes to, to Evan and congratulations on your beautiful baby girl. Great shout out, Evan. Congratulations on your daughter. And Mike. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to to the well outreach and some of our other as well as some of our other nonprofits. Uh one of the things we've been bragging about in Murray County is our growth. We are growing, you know, like a, just like a weed, actually, just growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. What hasn't been growing necessarily has been um, uh, job wages and the benevolent services from whether it's the government or, or something like that. And so it's these nonprofits that fill in that gap. You, you know, you mentioned there are a lot of people that don't necessarily qualify for free and reduced lunch, but they still need help. And there's that that gap there because of our growth. That gap is getting bigger and bigger. And I just want to give a shout out to those people who are trying to fill that gap. I love that shout out as, as much as they can, and uh, you know, keep up the good work. And uh, again, if you can help, jump in. They need they need the help. You got my heart on that one, Coach. That's a great shout out. Um, I want to shout out um, a local nonprofit that I'm affiliated with. It's called Blood Assurance. Blood Assurance is our local blood bank. And I also want to make a, a um, let people know about a, a very important blood drive coming up on Veterans Day, which is November 11th. They're going to have a James Patterson Memorial Fundraiser blood drive. The first 100 people that donate blood for this blood drive, Blood Assurance and Rotary Club Breakfast, will donate $20 to the nonprofit. Hmm. 
So that's $2,000 that is available to be donated to this nonprofit, the James Patterson Memorial Foundation. So I want to shout out to Blood Assurance, our local blood bank here in Murray County in the Neely's Mill location. Stop by, visit bloodassurance.org. Well, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank Anne-Marie Stern, Director of Jetpack Ministries, John Sage, Teams Development Manager, both of the Well Outreach Food Pantry, Coach Mike and myself. We hope you have a great day and join us again next week on the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.